0: A big data analytics firm has come out with a list of politicians with the most influence on social media ahead of the 2022 elections. Topping the list were Manila Mayor Isco Moreno and Senator Manny Pacquiao. Both of them, of course, are said to be gunning for the presidency. But how big a factor really is social media, especially Facebook, in an election campaign? Can social media win elections? And with physical movement still limited by the raging COVID-19 pandemic, are we now seeing a 2022 electoral battle that will, that will be fought heavily or perhaps mainly on social media? We're now joined by Robin Garcia. He's the president and CEO of WR Numero Research. Good evening, Robin, and thank you for joining us on the program.
1: Good evening, Christian. Thank you very much for uh, the opportunity to, to talk about our recent release, uh, the, the results.
0: Okay, another firm, another set of data, another set of research uh, results uh, made public. Mm-hmm. Number one, you made it clear in your press releases, this is not a survey, right? But first, talk Great. to us briefly about WR Numero Research. What is this firm?
1: Thank you, Christian. So WR Numero, really, the the um, the intervention that we want to make in the public opinion research industries to bring this type of research to the digital age. You know? So that's why we always believe in uh, bringing uh, public opinion research from the analog to the digital age, we feel that you know uh, the technologies that are used in advanced democracies um, should be brought to the Philippines uh, because, well, definitely democracy deserves innovation in public opinion research. And we've seen a lot of problems, okay. actually, in the in the last few months. Uh, you know, uh, we we don't want to name names, but the the point is. We the the vision of the firm is to innovate and bring novel technologies and novel methods to the public opinion research industry.
0: Now, how credible is the is your latest set of findings? Basically, you came out with a social media political influence report. You you mentioned the most influential politicians that are likely to run in certain uh, positions in the 2022 elections and their level of influence on social media, in particular Facebook. Na right? tamaba?
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so
0: what so, are the results?
1: Well, it's 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 definitely very credible. It's based on you know um, advanced sentiment analysis. It's it's based on big data analysis. Something that's already being used in other countries. So, the firm has a proprietary technology to measure digital sentiments, and, and that's something that we brought to the table when we released and when we conducted the study. Um, but I think the question is how much of, and I think you mentioned this, how much of an influence will digital play in the 2022 national elections? And the argument that we're making is that it's a lot, not just because of the pandemic, but because of the global phenomenon of social media or digital war being a pivotal, or very important at least, um, area of political campaigns. So digital political campaigns will definitely be a game changer. Uh, When you've seen this in the Obama campaign, you've seen this in the Trump campaign, and locally, you've seen this in the President Duterte campaign, and this is heightened. We feel um, with the with the raging pandemic, uh, you know, coming into the national uh, elections in, in actually twelve months. Um, so, so um, you know, that's something that we 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 really want to sort of reveal and you know spark a conversation regarding digital sentiments and how exactly do digital sentiments translate into votes and you know and and, and all of these uh, factors
0: okay but can social media actually win elections for certain politicians or candidates or are we giving social media too much credit
1: right so uh we we don't want to say that social media is you know the only uh sort of uh you know factor that might win an election but there are two things that social media does for an election one would be that that social media um, is an indication of popularity and awareness no so for candidates who don't have a lot of money Um, In fact, this democratizes the whole political campaign industry. It's cheaper to do social media campaigns than to do ground campaigns and air campaigns, right? So ground war and air war are the two traditional wars that are being fought by politicians and electoral aspirants. But we've seen, again, the last decade, uh, especially with the advent of Facebook in in the Philippines and Twitter in many different places, that digital war is sort of also important, regardless of whether you have a pandemic, right? Yeah. So, so so that's one. The, the second thing is, social media has an agenda-setting and framing power, right? So it might not necessarily translate to votes, um, but what you do is you 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 frame a conversation, you frame a problem, you frame an issue. Um, and social media has a, you know, very very pivotal role to play um, in 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 setting agendas and framing conversations towards your favor. So that's something that we've seen in the report. In fact, um, you know, we we've seen the reframing on many different conversations about many different issues. One of the things that, uh, that that came out in the report is that those who focus on the pandemic response less on politics would perhaps. You know, uh, uh, actually garnered uh, a lot of uh, a higher score in, in in the report that we released. So the report really discriminates in favor of positive engagement. So this is not just any type of report that you see, where you rank likes, you rank absolute number of engagements. What it does is we we created a a methodology, not just a data gathering methodology, but a methodology to measure positive engagements relative to negative engagements so it's quite possible Christian, okay. to have very high positive engagements but equally high negative engagements so that's why it evens out okay and right. so,
0: methodology later But right. i'd like to uh, clarify okay. this first Maka, right. Do you also have clients or politicians or running for certain public office in 2022
1: yeah um, the, of course we we have uh, you know these people who who ask us to um, to do certain uh, you know, social media sentiment analysis. That's something, in fact, that that we we hope to to build on uh, coming into the 2022 elections. Uh, and we've been doing this for the last few months and actually more than a year.
0: So this will um, were included in your list of most influential politicians in social media, the likes of Isco Moreno, Mani Pacquiao. Right? Are they your clients?
1: No. So this is an independent study that we've done. Uh, in, an independent uh, study... Um, that you know, it's really based a lot also on 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 academics. You know, so academics like me, um, and 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 other people involved in the firm. You no, know? so 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 there are a lot of, um, you know, academic research looking at journal articles, trying to look at the converse. You know, the 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 phenomenon of digital and how to measure digital. So, um, and I don't want to go into methodologies
0: because yeah, I know so that you wanna want to ask that. Yeah, I want to go to methodology precisely okay. because you have to explain this to the public. Number one. Right. How do you measure social media influence? I understand you focus on Facebook. So when you say that a politician is very influential on Facebook, what exactly does that mean?
1: So that means very simply that the politician has a very high number of positive engagements relative to negative engagements. So you could see successful candidates in this report who have, you know, very low negative engagements. But extremely high positive engagements
0: what, what they the mean reason
1: positive and negative engagement right so so positive engagements are, are the engagements that you know might be in favor of the position or certain um, ideas of, of the candidate right and negative engagements obviously are those who disagree so we used what we call supervised sentiment analytics our software is also based on what you call natural language processing. So uh, it's localized, right? So we, we, we sort of also use analysts because analysts have the contextual uh, capabilities that the machine or the software doesn't have. So the analyst, and the machine goes together. We've been developing this for over a couple of years, actually, more than a year, almost two years, um, over over the last, uh, yeah, before we, we even released this. this so
0: an example of a positive uh, engagement and a negative engagement. At hindi ba yan katulad no sa ibang mga studies, yung traditional na neutral language, for instance. Right. When you do content analysis, for instance, may neutral language. Sure. So does that right. so, in your study?
1: Yes so so positive engagements would probably mean approve po ako kay, kay ex candidate or approve po ako dito we agree po negative engagements would probably mean ayo po namin yan and all of these things no so so actually it's as simple as that no so th- these sentiments are localized uh these sentiments are culturally contextual also right so um so we 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 looked at a huge number of, of these sentiments actually almost you know more than 40 million of these sentiments to come up with this kind of ranking.
0: But how do you keep these sentiments honest to avoid the idea that this study might be heavily affected by artificial sentiments because there are certain platforms or pages right. that, can be, that can be deployed by by any politician, any candidate, just to suit his particular purpose?
1: Right. Actually, we disaggregated the... Um, the uh, data clusters into three. So you have sentiments in mainstream media, um, such as ANC, and you have sentiments in alternative media, alternative news, such as those that you won't necessarily consider as as, as very important uh, news sources. And then we look at the official pages as well. Obviously, for official pages, you'd see a very high positive rate. So ang, ang labanan lang dyan is how how well the official pages do. but. Less control, you would have less control in mainstream media, right? So I mean, you look at the comments in mainstream media, and we look at all of these things. Of course, the presence of trolls are there, but um, you know, of course, it's very difficult. Even Facebook is having a hard time looking at identifying trolls. So we included, in fact, trolls here, right? Of course, I mean, it's it's it, it's 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 difficult, right? So there, there's no way to know for sure what are troll accounts, what are fake accounts, and, and what what are not. But we're arguing, in fact. But it's important to look at trolls because trolls have a bandwagon effect. So when organic people or organic engagements actually, uh, you know, uh, uh, real people look look at the sentiments of trolls yeah. um, on social media, then automatically they're they're actually sometimes persuaded yeah. to, to to sort of vote. Or yeah. or or and that's why trolling is a huge industry
0: in the yeah. world. Because Which, it works. To, the, to my next question, how much of this so-called influence by the certain politicians that you included in your list, how much of this influence is organic and how much of this is fabricated? Yeah. Um, Christian,
1: uh, as, as I said, it's, it's difficult to to sort of uh, segregate and disaggregate the fake accounts from, from the organic accounts. But what we did was to separate pages that may not necessarily be sources of credible news, right? So even in that, arena of, of sort of war, uh, you'd see different results. In fact, one of the things that um, the, the results uh, revealed is that, um, you know, that space is not necessarily dominated by the DDS. You know? So that's something that, you know, we've seen time and again. Um, you know, the expectation is that all the administration sort of aligned people would invest in, in alternative use, but you'd see that it's not um, dominated by these people. And there are pockets of conversations that are in favor of people who may not necessarily align with okay. the uh, with the administration.
0: I don't know whether you you know where I'm trying to uh, get at, because my, mm-hmm. my questions regarding the artificiality, the uh, fabrication aspect of mm-hmm. this influence has to do with, let's say, a situation where a money candidate, a heavily influential politician with huge resources, he can come up with many right. different troll armies, many different pages, and that could create an artificial level of influence that can be reported by firms by mainstream media and that could have mm-hmm. uh, a multiplier effect. Right. So, so actually the question is how much of this influence uh, can be artificial.
1: It a lot actually a lot of this of the scores here is actually are, you know uh, may be artificial in the sense that some, some politicians would own own some pages. some politicians would invest in you know in ads and, and, and you know even buy likes uh, for their own pages. So so that's something that that we recognize and in fact that can be considered as as influence right so and, and you could reveal in fact here who are among the people who are actually investing in in those kinds of technologies and in those kinds of
0: uh, interventions. Did you also clarify that in the results of the study?
1: Yes we did, yes we did. In fact, in the methodological note we said that, you know, the this uh, trolls and uh you know are are also included in the in the in the count and the engagement count.
0: I say this in Filipino because this interview will be shared in research and social media. Gusto ko linawin right. I This also applies. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, isolating or or right. picking your company. Kasi pag may isang firm na nag-report na let's say politician mm-hmm. A, politician B are very influential that could have a multiplier effect elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Even in real life, Sabi ng mga tao, as a politician, eh, ang and influence ng social media, baka magaling. Baka, baka talaga magaling siya. Exactly. Baka talaga siya may big chance of winning. And and based on that artificial sentiment or influence, that could actually lead to the electability of that person. And that exactly. people, diba? that's why Iinigusong tubuhin. oh.
1: Yeah, exactly, Christian. Actually, you know, so that's why trolling everywhere Russia, US, Philippines is a big industry, besides because it works, into persuading people to sort of uh, be, be, uh, 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 you know, agree to your side or agree to your own sentiments and how essentially you want to make them think uh, coming into the 2022 elections.
0: Okay. So in this case, You mentioned the importance of digital digital campaign, huh? so in digital war. Right. Okay. But do you see that as uh, basically becoming the main campaign platform in 2022 given the pandemic that we're still experiencing?
1: Probably not the main campaign. What, what, what we'd say is probably it's going to play a huge part of it. So there's always going to be some candidates who will rely on ground. Uh, but for national campaigns, actually, we feel... That digital will play a huge, huge part in the election.
0: Compared to a local electoral campaign or election campaign, is social media more useful on the national level? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, in NCR in Luzon, uh, the internet penetration is quite huge, and among the the highest number of, of people, uh, you know, in, in in social media, a lot of them are actually in in NCR and you know, and, and also national level, right? So we feel that. Um, you know, geographically speaking, wh- what you'd see is that uh, some politicians will rely less on, on digital campaigns, uh, especially in places where internet penetration is not that high.
0: Are there available studies that could point to the conversion of um, right. social media or digital popularity into actual votes? For example, you have a, you have a Facebook page with, uh, let's say, 10 million people. Can that necessarily translate to, let's say, eight or five million votes?
1: There's no consensus in the academic literature right now, Christian, about um, how much do uh, social media actually uh, uh, create vote conversion, right? So, uh, of course, vote awareness, uh, agenda setting, framing, uh, popularity, social media can 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 actually, uh, you know, ensure that that you know these things. Uh, uh, happen, but vote conversion is a little bit more controversial, right? So you have mixed results. Like for in, in for for some studies, they say that you know their um, you know conversion in social media is quite high, but for some studies, it's not. But I think they're looking at many different types of measures. If you only look at likes uh, uh, as measurements of social media, uh, then you might not you know be able to conclude that um, likes will be able to yield uh, votes votes for you in the elections. But if you look at engagements, which is something that that, that uh, we, we measure, especially positive engagements, we feel that that's the close approximate to potential vote conversion in, in elections.
0: Okay, Robin Garcia, thank you for joining us this evening on the program.
1: Thank you very much, Christian.
0: So that's it for this episode. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. You can watch this episode again on I Want TFC or listen to our podcast on Spotify. Now for recaps and other exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel or catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again uh, tomorrow after the fact.